If you're watching or listening to this episode in the United States, you've got back to school already on your mind. Maybe you're back to school shopping, or if you're a homeschooler, you're planning for the school year and picking curriculum. In Canada, we are looking into August and breathing a sigh of relief. One more month of summer, let's squeeze in all the fun we can. Regardless of which one you are, I realize that I've got a lineup of great episodes that are all school-focused. Episode 29 was all about motivating your child when it's too hard. In episode 30, we talked about strengthening you, Mama, what do you and your children need today. You both actually need the same things. Check those two episodes out if you missed them. Episode 31 answered the cry, help, my child continually says no. The no is with an I don't want to listen to you attitude, but you can use all of the same tips and scripts I gave for when your child says no, I don't want to do my schoolwork. Here we are, episode 32, with more tips for motivating your child when they don't want to do it. Then, coming up on the episode lineup are topics like self-motivated kids. Is it actually possible? Is math actually too hard? How you can help your child through the math struggles. So, I encourage you to add this Renewed Mama podcast to your favorites for a deeper, practical, we're in this together connection. Following or subscribing means you won't miss an upcoming episode. And my prayer is that by watching or listening in to each episode, you'll become a stronger, renewed mama, equipped with the actual how-tos to think right, speak right, and to respond right in these back-to-school moments. Welcome back to another episode of the Renewed Mama podcast. I'm Kimberly Mutar. I'm a homeschooling mama to three, a tutor, and a gal with a big heart for kids. I cannot hold back the tears when I see kids succeeding. I'm the creator of Speak Life Badges, sticker award badges for kids that help you to speak God's words over your children and to break any lies that they might be believing about themselves. And I send postcards to children all over Canada and the United States disguised as Austin the Hedgehog for Austin's Kids Club. I'm so glad that you are joining me because I'm not the only one who's doing all the things. You are too, and we need to take time to slow down, to breathe, and to renew. Let's do it together during this Renewed Mama podcast. It's you and me taking some time to pause and check in with our thoughts, the words we are saying, our parenting approach, and our communication because it's easy to feel at our wits end when our kids are not motivated. Before you call them lazy or just do it for them, listen in because we're talking about motivating your child when they don't want to do it. Let's go. 
first question, Mama, what motivates your child? As my children say, food motivates. My oldest tells me, it's okay, Mom, you can say, if you'll do this, you'll get chocolate chips and I'll do it. How about screen time? We all know that screen time motivates. No screen time until schoolwork is done. No screen time until their bedroom or the playroom is cleaned. That's a big motivator. <laughs> so what motivates your child? If you don't know, ask them. If I asked you to vacuum the house for me and you feel, oh, I don't want to vacuum, mom. What would motivate you to lend a helping hand with a joyful heart? You can learn a lot from your child if you ask questions like this. Now, when I was sharing this workshop I did for OCHEC, the Ontario Christian Home Educators Connection, a dad said that it sounds a lot like bribing. I'll give you chocolate chips if you do this. I'll give you screen time if you do this. I say it's more like selling, not bribing. Everything is sales, right? Selling your kids on eating their veggies selling your spouse on changing up the kitchen counters, which then means a new sink and then a new backsplash. And well, we might as well just do a whole kitchen makeover, right, honey? <laughs> you are approaching the sales with what motivates or interests them. Let me give you an example. Let's say you sell this super de-duper toothpaste. If you really want to sell me your toothpaste, you'll get to know me. Ask some questions like, what do you want or what do you need in a toothpaste? If you just start spewing out like a fire hydrant, oh, you're gonna love this toothpaste. It fights cavities, plaques, strengthens enamel, and whitens your teeth all at the same time. It has such a fine minty taste that it lasts all day, even if you drink coffee, and it is proven, tried, and tested. It's been the five-star number one toothpaste for decades. You're just gonna love it. Wanna buy some now? Are you convinced and pulling out your wallet? But if you got to know me and asked me some questions, you would discover that I actually only care about plaque because I can't stand it when the dentist picks at my teeth and I want white teeth and I want good healthy ingredients. So you would tell me all about your toothpaste focusing on those things that I want. Will you discover first what motivates your child and lead with that? Question two, what interests your child? What do they like? What do they talk a lot about? What do they like to read in magazines or search on YouTube or Pinterest? How can you relate their schoolwork to what they are interested in? Is it sports? Say, as you practice baseball, you are building muscles so that you can hit farther, run faster around the bases, and throw sharper. Right now, we are building your writing muscle so that you can share your thoughts well, make the reader really interested in what you're saying, and have fun doing it. If it's video games they like and leveling up, tell them that schoolwork is all about leveling up. Achieving one level and moving up to the next without dying or spawning? Does your child like challenges? 
we'll set a minute to win it timer. You'll be amazed at how many more questions will be answered on a page in one minute than in half an hour. But know your child well if they like working under the pressure of a timer. Start with work that you know they can easily achieve in the minute, working up to more challenging questions. Do little obstacle courses. Answer one math question, hop to the couch, grab a spoon and a ping pong ball, put it in their mouth and then run around the island two times. And then go answer another question and go through the obstacle course again. You can cut their math questions and let them pull them out of a bowl or a hat. Throw in some fun things in there like drop and give me five push-ups, sing a silly song, eat a piece of chocolate. You can still do all of these with your grade six, sevens, and eights. It adds so much fun and laughter to your homeschool day or to your evening homework time. What interests them in terms of topics they want to learn more about? When my daughter was little, she came to me and said, Mommy, I've never been in a rocket ship and I never rode in a submarine. Well, I said, well, do you know where rocket ships go? And she said, to space. And I said, yeah, do you want to learn about space? And then we just got a bunch of books from our library and I put them on the floor in the living room and we just looked through all the books and I asked her what she wanted to learn about space. And then I just went and printed off a whole bunch of things online about the planet and the earth and space. And we just learned what she was interested in. And we took a box, uh, we had a, a mattress box and we turned that into a rocket ship with my husband's amazing engineering skills. <laughs> I would have just said, hey, you wanna jump into this box and play with it and pretend like it's a rocket ship? But he turned it into an amazing um, rocket ship and then we turned that into a submarine and we learned about the ocean and I did the same thing we just went to the library and we got some books about the ocean and we flipped through and I said what animals do you want to learn that live in the ocean and so I just photocopied some pages we colored pictures of the animals that live in the ocean and that's how we learned about the oceans. Add variety to your homeschool day or your evening homework time. Take schoolwork outside, to the park, on your swings, in the treehouse, snuggle on the couch, put up a tent in your living room. Your couch can become a ship. There are so many fun places you can do schoolwork. How will you add variety to your school days? Remember that as your child is motivated and does it, award them with a Speak Life badge that says, I stayed faithful to the task. I work with excellence. I am willing to learn. I am diligent. I am faithful. I am persistent. I am committed. I use my energy to do amazing work. You can still award them with a Speak Life badge even before you see that motivation come to be. You can say, I believe in you to whatever they need to do. 
may I give you this sticker badge because I know that you will stay faithful to the task. Do you want your words of encouragement and praise to have a lasting impact on your children? Then give them Speak Life Badges sticker awards. Here's what Erica had to say about Speak Life Badges. Today I challenged Clayton to take a baby step in bravery at the splash pad. I know these little word seeds of encouragement will grow and help him when he needs bravery in the future. At bedtime, I removed the sticker and placed it beside the mirror. Just glancing at it really encouraged my heart too. Words seem so small, but are so powerful and can completely change the way we view ourselves. Shop Speak Life Badges today at speaklifebadges.com. Remember your child's personality when you are trying to motivate them. It's not about you and what you want them to do. It's about who your child is. If they like to have fun and are high energy and everything's a party, you are going to sell them on having fun. You can say, this is going to be so fun. Let's make it a game. Or let's turn on some music and dance while we clean your bedroom. Let's make up some new dance steps while we empty the dishwasher. Let's stand at the table and tap our foot to the music playing in the background while we do this math page. If they are challenge driven and got to win, make it a challenge. When my oldest was younger, she cared more about winning than she did having fun. If they love to help, you'll approach things by asking them to help, thanking them for their help, what a difference it makes to you and lightens your load when they help and you love their company as they help you. Was this helpful? Do you now have some practical suggestions as to how you can motivate your child when they don't want to do it? Let me know. Share in the comments or message me your biggest takeaway from this episode. Stay tuned for the next episode self-motivated kids, is it actually possible? And is math actually too hard? How you can help your child through the math struggles. Be sure to add the Renewed Mama podcast to your favorites for a deeper, practical, we're in this together connection. Follow or subscribe so that you won't miss an upcoming episode. And would you DM three mamas you know who need to hear this truth so that they can be encouraged and renewed too. Lots of love. Bye.